Welcome to the Remarkable Relationship Show with Mercy Russell, where we find the wonder in your story. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 35 years of experience applying the science of relationship systems to my practice of psychotherapy and leadership consulting. My intuitive skills allow me to bring clarity and vision to your challenges. I hope you will be surprised in the next hour. Good morning. This is Mercy Russell with the Remarkable Relationship Show. My goal is to bring a fresh perspective to you on all things related to how humans develop their individual brilliance while navigating the excitement, stickiness, and resistance in their relationships. In my 40 years of working as a psychotherapist and consultant, I have been continually amazed at the ways in which people overcome challenges. I hope to share my experience and insights so you can find the magic in your relationships. My hope in this show is to answer questions and challenges you are facing in your relationships. There are several ways you can ask me a question. You can send me a question by email at mercy at leadershipwithmercy.com. This gives you anonymity since I will not share the identity of the listener asking the question. I often disguise the identity of the listener by changing details while addressing the problematic dynamic. My answers will be available during the live show as well as on the KKNW podcast and the KKNW YouTube channel. In addition, I post transcripts of the shows on my website, leadershipwithmercy.com. So today, um, I have it, my guest is Linda Kent. Um, hello, Linda. Hi. Hi. Um, Linda and I met this summer at a retreat, and I was immediately taken with her, um, not only her journey, but her current project of um, writing a series of books. Linda is the founder of a Clearly Rising LLC um, with her certification as a holistic life coach through Alan Cohen's Foundation for Holistic Life Coaching. <clears throat> her spiritual journey began in the 1980s while she was searching for spiritual meaning to her life. And that's what she'll be sharing with us today. Um, so she, I'm going, I'll, I'll, there's some details here in her bio, which you will be able to find on the website about the, with the podcast for this show. Um, so um, I, she, she talks about a series of experience, of experience, spiritual experiences she had that eventually led to her career as a physical therapist. And then through her career as a physical therapist, how she continued her spiritual growth. We'll be hearing a lot. We'll be hearing about that today. So part of her spiritual guidance was that she create, was, created a clear message to write a book. So, and the title of her book that she's currently in writing is Love Heals All Wounds. And then she also has, um, the, has immediately had the inspiration to write this as the beginning of a series of books. So, um, Anyway, that's Linda, and Linda, a welcome today, and let's just dive in to hear more. All right, thank you for having me today. Um, so, I, 
Yeah, so how did how did your journey start? Well, I think any journey worthwhile begins with a big downfall because you know you go through the pit of one thing that I went through was that my life was very hard in the beginning. Uh, I didn't feel like I really fit in. Uh, I was married and I finally decided that if this is the way life is supposed to be, I don't want to have any part of it. That was my downfall. So I went into a catatonic state <laughs> and uh, back in the 70s, they mm -hmm. did shock treatments. Right. I went through a series of seven of those and it wiped out my memory, came out of that. And with my memory gone, I had to begin a new journey. I wanted to remember my past. So I went to family to help me relearn it, but it was that was a journey coming back to get me to a place where I started seeking outside of just what we see, hear, and feel every day in our daily lives. I wanted, I started reading uh, Edgar Casey, Ruth Montgomery, Ernest Holm books, which led me to a beautiful spiritual teacher that opened up a whole new world for me. And once that began, that journey showed me uh, the inner spectrum of myself and opened up a new world for me. Mm -hmm. I was so excited. It brought new dimensions to my life. I studied um, about energy. She, uh, she was a trance medium and she was also a doctor of divinity and uh, metaphysics. Beautiful, wonderful teacher. She, she helped me through discovering it within myself, the energies and the, the higher dimensional connection with the spiritual world that um, led me to at the time I was working with massage therapy before I went into physical therapy and I learned massage from a blind chiropractor I mean that was very interesting so <laughs> I started using the energies that were coming through me. And soon I found uh, one of my gifts that, that I, I'm clairvoyant. And as I worked with people in individual sessions, I would begin to see visions that for that person and so it was opening a clear channel through me where spirit, uh, spirit could come through and give the person 
specifics on what they're experiencing in their life at that time. I also heard auditory messages. So whatever I heard during the session, I, whether it was a vision, whether it was something auditory, I shared that with the person. And for me, it felt like there were just pieces of a puzzle coming through. I never um, really knew the big picture until the very end of the session. And all of those pieces would just magically come together and you could see a, a very clear picture of their message. And it always fit with the individual that I was working with. Mm -hmm. um, I never advertised, uh, just it spread by word of mouth. So I did this for several years and but there was something that was missing that I have discovered. Spiritually, you can't give out all the time unless you replenish and give back to yourself. Mm -hmm. And that was not happening enough with me at the time. So I had to put that aside and... Uh, I was just guided to move forward with my life. Physical therapy uh, had been a part of a friend of mine. I'd never thought of physical therapy at all. Uh, science was my very worst subject in school. And to, <laughs> to have my best friend say, Linda, you'd be great as a physical therapist. Mm -hmm. I It just put the idea in my head. And so I started pursuing that. I realized that when I entered and began the process of school, I was married, had three children, made it very difficult and challenging. I went ahead and persevered all the ups and downs, the challenges of uh, the fears within me uh, of not being smart enough, not being good enough and those kind of things. So I did uh, graduate and I've been a physical therapist for 34 years and I've enjoyed the process of what it's opened up within me. I also learned that I do love to, I care about what's going on in a person's mind when I'm working with them. So the spirituality that was parallel during my career as a physical therapist really went well together um, because it just, um, it brought out more depth it, uh, to whoever I was working with. Mm -hmm. So I, um, I continued on, but there was something I guess because of this program being the remarkable relationships, my remarkable relationship was with my guides mm -hmm. and everything that was coming from the spiritual world to help guide my life. And I always listened to that and I trusted it. Uh, 
I think that what solidified it for me was uh, one time I was going on a trust walk and I was at a program. It was a Native American program that I was asked to go to by Carla. Uh, it was a new person that was at her uh, acreage of called Peace Valley. And she wanted someone she knew to kind of be there and to see how it was going. So we on this trust walk. And on the trust, on the trust walk, you, you have to be blindfolded. So you are stripped of your vision. You're out in nature. And there's really no safety around because you you just have to start your spun around and then you just start walking. And it was okay in the beginning, but then as time went on, I came to an abrupt stop. And what it felt like within me was that I was standing, that this is what I was told. I was standing at the edge of a cliff. And if I took one more step forward, that I would fall off. Well, that was my fear voice. <laughs> mm. And it felt so real that I just, it paralyzed me for a few minutes. And Philip, who was leading the, the program, he asked what what's happening. And I told him, I said, I, I really feel that I'm on the edge of a cliff. And so, but then I heard this gentle voice uh, from the background saying, it's safe for you to take that step. That was my voice of love. Mm -hmm. And at the time, my because you're you're having through this process you're having to really rely on your instincts internal instincts to move you through the process i decided that i wanted to listen to that voice of love and so i bravely took that step and my foot landed on solid ground and that was an affirmation for me that I can truly trust that voice of love and mm -hmm. the fear voice will always make me uh, keep me from where I want to go so by the end of the journey there was one other thing that happened I got to the toward the end of the journey and I knew that it was a time I just felt like the need to sit down. So I sat down on the ground. I I felt the sun hitting my forehead and it it was just very comforting uh, a comforting feeling inside. I saw a snake run across my path and as it passed I saw a vision and this vision, this is where it kind of introduced me to the multi-dimensional world because I realized it was an, an image of a Indian male and it was my past life. And I realized that this Indian male had left the tribe because he felt as if he had failed the tribe with 
not being able to do some of the things that were uh, that he needed to achieve. I felt in my heart just so much compassion and love for this Indian that I was looking at. And I just embraced him with love and forgiveness and understanding. And um, after that, a whole tribe of Indians appeared in a circle in front of me. And the chief of the tribe said to me, we have come here to honor you, but we could not honor you until you honored yourself. Mm. That was very impactful. Very. And, yeah. Uh -huh. So that ended the journey. Well, well, this is a we we are just at a time for our first break. It's a great time. I I um when we come back, uh I just I I really hope to have you talk a little bit more about how you distinguish that voice of fear from the voice of love. Because I think this is a very important uh, distinction that we all have to make in terms of understanding how the nature of the, of the thoughts and, the, and the, that are the images that are coming to us and which ones we can trust. So this is Mercy Russell with a Remarkable Relationship Show. Today, my guest is Linda Kent, who's um, an author and talking to us about her spiritual journey. We're going to take a three-minute break, and we'll be right back. Have something important to say? Want to help improve our world? Need to promote your business uniquely and effectively? KKNW is the answer. Our staff helps broadcasters and podcasters create professional-sounding audio. Bring your talent and let our experts help you craft a radio show or podcast that best delivers your message. Learn more at 1150kknw.com. That's 1150kknw.com. KKNW, talk variety that's live and local. What is hope? Hope to me was just that he would get to come home. I had no idea how hard it would be once he got back. I wish she'd stop drinking so much. She thinks it's helping, but it's not. I hope she sees that soon. I act like I don't care if he comes to my games, but I hope he does. I used to hope he'd find happiness again. Now I hope our marriage makes it. I hope Grandpa will get help. He thinks it's too late, but it's not. With everything that he's going through, I hope he sees a counselor. I just want my brother back. I hoped he'd get help. Stop hoping things would get better on their own. He told me to stop asking. I didn't. Then one day he asked for a ride. Hope is knowing there are other families just like yours, that the veterans they love got help and recovered. Go to maketheconnection.net and turn hope into action. Hi, tune into my new show, the Remarkable Relationship Show with me, Mercy Russell. I bring a fresh perspective on all things related to how humans develop their individual brilliance while navigating the excitement, stickiness, and resistance in their relationships. Wednesdays from 9 to 10 a.m. And you can visit my website at leadershipwithmercy.com. 
Alternative Talk, 1150 on AM, 98.9 HD3 on HD, 1150kknw.com on the web. Mercy Russell with a Remarkable Relationship Show. Today, my guest is Linda Kent, who is the author of a series of books, starting with the first one, Love Heals All Wounds. And we've been talking about her spiritual journey. And during the break, we were talking a little bit more about it. And I'd like to just back up a little bit, Linda, and have you, um, because you started to tell a story about um, an experience you had with your first mentor, with Carla. I mean, I don't know if she's your first mentor, but an important mentor. So can we pick up there? Sure, sure. Um, I was at one of Carla's intensives and through these intensives, what I would experience and the rest of the group would, it would bring up an internal wound, a deep internal wound. Mm -hmm. Uh, I had lost sight of the fact that my mother almost placed us, uh, there were three other siblings in foster care. Well, as a child that terrified me, it was, I was, I was scared out of my mind. It's like, what is that? What is that going to look like? I mean, she must not love me to want to put me into foster care. So that was my wound that I had just buried very deeply. It took a lot to bring it out. I was blessed afterwards to have the opportunity. And this was as an adult. I went back to my mother uh, and I asked her one day and I was very loving and gentle about it. And I just told her, I said, I'm curious about this. What made you almost put us in foster care? Mm -hmm. And this was part of my healing through that. She said, I had a very strong premonition that something was going to happen to one of the four of you. I didn't know who, but I was doing it in an effort to protect you. Well, that changed everything for me because number one, it told me she did love me very deeply to want to protect me. Not long after that, time she pulled back at the end and decided not to go through with the uh, foster care um my brother was hit by a car in front of our home and it killed him that was her premonition so it all came together Mm -hmm. and made sense and at that time I could easily forgive and put it to rest. I understood it. And I think that that's a big part of healing wounds is just bringing them out into the open Mm -hmm. and um, allowing yourself the healing from it. Mm -hmm. And that's, that was the particular story that I, that I had. So this, you know, Linda started telling the story because I asked her about her comment that after her experience with the electric shock shock therapy, which I actually 
happened to witness myself in my early career, <laughs> it was often used um, in psychiatry. And it is still today, it's just it was used in a very different way, but that she lost her memory and then had, went back to her family to retrieve these childhood memories. And as I was telling her, it's sort of a core piece of the work that I um, do as a Bowen family systems therapist is to send people back to their families as adults and to develop an adult relationship with their parent. And that way they can really start to learn more about really the family and the emotional process and who they are. And as an adult, make choices about it that they might not have really had the option to do when they were young. Um, so this has been an important part of your path too. Right. Um, so you were telling us before the break um, about your, um, the trust walk. And then you also mentioned to me that you had um, sort of a near death experience or an experience about, with, about death. I wonder if you could tell us about that. Uh this was not a near-death experience. Mm -hmm. It was the death experience. I was at uh, Alan Cohen's mastery training. This chapter is in the book, by the way. I was uh -huh. at his mastery training, uh, which was amazing. Very spiritual. Uh, I had always, because I had experienced so many deaths growing up, I was always curious about death and the process of it all. So during this, it was the last day of the retreat. Alan was leading us through this meditation. I was lifted up into this other area away from the meditation. I began to feel a little resistance. And then I realized the resistance was that I was about to cross over. And the resistance was about me losing my identity or what I felt my identity was here. I fought and struggled. And then I became so fatigued that I finally had to just let go. I was too tired to fight any, anymore. So once I let go, I was raised up and went into, crossed over. And when I crossed over, It was absolutely magnificent. I realized that I had really gained my full identity of who I was mm -hmm. because I was in my spiritual wholeness. I was no longer limited by the earth experience. And that felt so freeing and it was so vast and so expansive that the consciousness in your true spiritual form is just amazing and mind-blowing. And I never forgot that experience. Um, 
I wanted to stay with it because it felt so wonderful, so complete, so full and vibrant and loving, all of those things. And I was sent back and I was, uh, when I came back to the meditation, Alan was ending the meditation and I couldn't wait to share my experience. Mm -hmm. Um, As it turned out, there wasn't time to do that. And so I've held on to that journey for all these years. And that's why I wanted to share it in my book, because it was, uh, it was a gift. And I saw it as a gift from spirit that, that um, it answered my question. Right. Yeah, no, very powerful gift. Um, I think before the break, I also had I can't remember if I said this while we were on, people certainly on YouTube will hear our whole conversation, but I was wondering if you could talk just a little bit before we continue about how you distinguish your thoughts that you say are based in love versus those that are based in fear. Um, What's your experience? Can you talk more about your experience I mean, a lot of us are just barraged by thoughts all day long, and we may be more inner, more or less in tune with our body, but how do we know when, which thoughts we can trust? Well, that is a lot easier to answer than what you think. One of the things I learned from Carla about love and fear Mm -hmm. is that if you feel the energy, let's go to the energy of fear. What fear energy feels like, it is constricting. It wants to pull you back. It wants you to be afraid to step forward or move toward your goals or whatever you envision for your life. It creates obstacles. So you have to, uh, so that energy is, is, uh, I I became familiar with that energy and it, it was a reminder. If I feel it constricting, then I'm in my fear energy. Mm -hmm. On the other side, when I'm hearing that love voice or that love energy, the energy of love is very expanding. It, it opens and um, it's creative, it is uplifting. So the two energies are very distinctive, Mm -hmm. I feel. And uh, I've used this as a means to guide my life and I don't ignore the fear Mm -hmm. voice because I use my love voice to help me understand what the fear is about. Once I can work through and kind of get in touch with that voice of fear, it allows me to bring it to the surface. And then once it's at the surface, you can, you can work with it. Mm-hmm. 
you know, you can give uh, energy to it and make a decision, you know, is this what I want to support? This, you know, the love energy or do I want to support the fear energy? So it makes it an easy choice. Mm -hmm. And it's, the other thing is very important is your focus. You can be aware of the fear energy there, but if you focus on the voice of love and have that voice direct you, you can work through, it's amazing how uh, working with those two dynamics, uh, fear and love, it can help you move forward in your path without it, the fear pulling you back and mm-hmm. holding you back. Right. Um, you know, as you're talking, I'm remembering that I, I know for myself, it's taken me, I mean, I would say decades ago, I didn't have as clear a visceral experience in my kind of day-to-day world of the diff that would have helped me distinguish it but I did learn in the in the context of my years of working with neurofeedback that if I had a lot of words and a, in a conversation and talking that those were thoughts I really couldn't trust and that when something was true was how I thought about it that it would come through with in a very simple sentence right it didn't have a lot of words sometimes there would be an image involved with it and not a you know newsreel of all the terrible things that would happen or you know it was more a very simple image usually abstract image right so I did learn that difference as you're talking I'm kind of reminded about that about how I first you know, honed in on which thoughts I really should pay attention to. Right. Anyway, um, we, we, we only have a few minutes before our next break, but I'd like to continue. um, If you could just sort of introduce us to your, um, to, to the next teacher that you ran into that I think was also, you know, continued your journey, um, Tony Robbins. Right. I'd love to hear a little bit about that. Just introduce <laughs> us to it because I know we're gonna, you're going to have Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was amazed. I had asked for a teacher and uh, I was directed to him. I saw him on an infomercial back in the late 90s. Mm-hmm. I was intrigued uh, by him, by his level of confidence, his clarity in what he taught. So I pursued that and I went through all of his, um, I started with Unleash the Power Within, went to his Mastery University, and then on to his leadership program. Through that process, it opened up another world for me as far as my personal power, what I could do with that power to, for the greater good, that really moved me forward more effortlessly in my life. Mm -hmm. I had a certainty about what I wanted. He helped me create that certainty within. Of course, I created myself, but he gave me all the tools that I needed and wanted to pursue that. So yes, he was very important. 
teacher in my life. Yeah. So then that helped you crystallize your vision and your focus of what it is you wanted to, what you wanted to create. Yes. Because you described this to me as learning about passion. And which is, you know, really um, actually very focused. Um, It's interesting because I've had a challenge with focusing in. I tend to be interested in so many things. How do I you know, really kind of get really clear about where I'm directed. So we are um, just at the time to take a break. Again, my, this is Mercy Russell with a Remarkable Relationship Show. And my guest today is Linda Kent, who uh, is a coach, and uh, a spiritual coach, an energy coach, and she's also a life coach. Um, and um, she's also um, writing a series of books um, on the topic of love heals all wounds. We'll be back after the break with more of our conversation with Linda and her spiritual journey. Runners, to your mark. Set. Some may see a sprinter. At the NFHS, we see a future leader already off to the races. Some may see a volleyball player. At the NFHS, we see a spike in confidence that will help her achieve her potential. What else do we see? Musicians learning to march to their own beat. We're the NFHS, the national leader and advocate for high school athletics and activities in America, helping today's teenagers develop the skills they need to become tomorrow's leaders. And we see it happening in communities across Washington every single day. Learn more about the NFHS commitment to youth at NFHS.org. This message presented by the NFHS, the National Federation of State High School Associations. Hi, tune into my new show, The Remarkable Relationship Show, with me, Mercy Russell. I bring a fresh perspective on all things related to how humans develop their individual brilliance while navigating the excitement, stickiness, and resistance in their relationships. Wednesdays from 9 to 10 a.m. And you can visit my website at leadershipwithmercy.com. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 a.m. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Multicultural, multidimensional even. Alternative Talk 1150. Hello, this is, this is Mercy Russell with a Remarkable Relationship Show. I've been talking today and with Linda Kent, um, who's an author. Uh, her, her series of books is Love Heals All Wounds. And uh, she's a, a coach. And we have just been talking about her spiritual journey and the stage at which she started working with Tony Robbins and Uh, I was sort of talking about my interest in how she took this very rich spiritual experience that she'd been having um, and was able to then, with Tony Robbins' help, develop uh, passion, which 
and what fascinates me about it is of course focus right and that's what you were talking about about how he brought that into your life so then you you have also talked to me about how there was a period in your life where you feel like you kind of got caught up in the rat race of work and existing and um you you use the words lost your vitality for a while even as you didn't forget your spiritual nature i'm wondering if you can tell us about that period in your life sometimes you get so involved with making a living making everyday work in your life I always enjoyed physical therapy. That was my refuge. I enjoyed helping people. But I lost myself for a time. And that, I think that was just before the pandemic with COVID. I had just, uh, I was on in January of 2020. I was in Mexico. My sister and I were sitting out on the balcony and she said, Linda, you don't seem happy. What's, what's going on? And I took that in and realized that she was very right on <laughs> because I wasn't happy. So when I came back, I looked up Alan Cohen. I hadn't, you know, we hadn't been connected for years. And how did you first meet him? You'd known him, you knew of I him. I met him first through Carla. He, he Carla. also mm -hmm. had Carla as his spiritual, one of his spiritual teachers. Mm -hmm. But that was back in the 90s. So I looked up uh, Alan. I didn't even know what he was doing. And uh, I reconnected with him. So that's when it took me on his life coaching journey. And it was holistic. So that intrigued me any, even more. I signed up for his uh, holistic life coach course. And the process that it took me through was simply amazing. I thought I was there to of course, help people get through their own journey in life. Oh, there you are. Oops. Linda? I was yeah. yeah, kind of coming and going. I don't know what the connection is. We're in Mercury retrograde, right? <laughs> <laughs> so could you just, I think we need to go back to sort of what you found you discovered when you were in Alan's program. That's where we lost you. The ingredient that I wasn't expecting was the amount of healing I was going through, mm -hmm. through the program. One of Alan's big things with the program is to do a week-long retreat after we have submerged ourselves into the learning process. He magically found a place because this was in 2020 when the pandemic was still going. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he was going to have it in Hawaii, but everything had shut down. He found this place in Loveland, Colorado, 
that opened up for us. And we went there and the depth that it took us to was amazing because this was on Zoom, but we all got to connect. And through this process, we were able to practice our coaching skills with each other. And those coaching skills brought healing <laughs> through the process for all of us. It was amazing. It was truly amazing. And it opened up a new doorway for me to pursue. I realized that this was part of the journey that I am in right now, the life coaching and helping people brought me to the book. To writing the book. To, yeah, to the actual, the concept of writing a book. A book. Yes. Well, so just tell us a little bit more about that. You, I mean, that didn't just wander in right from that, from the street oh. your idea you all, i'm i can tell from your background that this uh, that there was all this was an also an important inspiration and i'm just like you to tell us more about that in 2021 i went to visit one of the live coaches i was uh, in the program with in san diego i we had met a medium and we miraculously, she's usually booked. We got an appointment. I went to her office in person, which I usually would have to do through Zoom. And the idea came to me that I wanted to have a council meeting with my spiritual guides. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it seemed kind of off base, but I don't know. I'll just put it out there. And so she said, yes, I, you know, we can do that. So through this reading and being in tune with the spiritual guides, my spiritual guides, that's when I was told that I would write the book. And they gave me the name of the book. And I was like, okay. And so their suggestion to me was just to start writing. So after I left San Diego and came home, I began to think of the things in my life that impacted my life, that gave meaning, that opened new doors, that various things uh, through my spiritual journeys. And so I just started making an outline and I started writing about these experiences and that was the beginning of uh, your, oh go ahead of your of your book of my book yeah. right right so so you sat down with your council of spiritual guides and they told you what to do <laughs> <laughs> it's great i mean this is what we're talking about spiritual relationships right and so right. Uh, we've been talking about your mentors and how your relationship with yourself has changed over time. Um, and, but 
you know, now, you know, but the, we're also talking about, you know, who are your spiritual guides? I mean, I guess this is in a way they're, um, yeah, yeah, they're, they're energies who are living in the spirit, in a spiritual dimension, mm -hmm. but they're also so connected to you in a different way, right? Than the relationships that we have here, you know, in our, in our lives. Right. So one of the things that they said in that reading, which kind of took me back, was that they said, this book has already been written. Oh, that's oh, interesting. Whoa. That is interesting. <laughs> but as I've been writing, I realized what they meant by that. The book has already been written because a big part of this book are what you've already experienced. Mm -hmm. That had already been written uh, through me living it. Right. So that's what I came to understand by what they meant. The book has already been written was all the stories, all the things that were coming alive through this book to help other people. I mean, that's the sole purpose of why, the why behind why, you know, what I want from this book is for the reader to get something from it that may have them question or maybe create a spark that opens up a new area in their own life. Mm -hmm. I think that our all of our journeys are about helping each other lift and move through life in a more loving and caring and compassionate way. Right. That's so, you know, that um, just that, uh, element of hearing someone else's story how powerful that is in terms of I mean I can't be more specific than to say that it ignites some type of change in the way that we see things or gives us inspiration in our own lives or insight into something that we hadn't maybe hadn't looked at in our own lives or we're struggling with and um anyway just just to say i've been in a discipline where there were people who we, we were much more academic and theoretical um where we were talking more about ideas and i started several decades ago to learn the power of telling the story right and as therapists we talk about cases right and we might talk about what our experience as therapists with cases with each other. But in a way, those are the stories, right? That, that make a difference. And anyway, I think that it's really important. I love that, that you're, the book has already been written. Um, and even though it was a deeply personal journey, you've been able to connect it through, especially through your understanding of love to how you can connect with other people. I believe there, we might have lost her again. We lost you again. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think she's checking back in now. There, there we go. There she is. Oh, hi. <laughs> Sorry, Linda. 
<laughs> Fortunately, I think I was talking during that. That was good. Yep. You were. Yeah. yeah. So um, anyway, just wondering if you have any comments. We have a couple minutes. We have three minutes left. So I just want to wrap up here. Um, is there anything that you'd like to say at the end? I'm going to just tell people how they can get in touch with you. And um, maybe do you know when your book will be coming out? Do you have an anticipated um, publication, publishing deadline? <laughs> I don't have a publishing deadline. I do have an editor that I'm mm -hmm. uh, working with. So it, I've learned through this writing process yeah. that it's not something you just spit out in a, a month or two months or even six months. It's a, a true journey. I want to make sure I get everything like I want it. And so, yes, it's still in the process. And I'm in the process of creating my website, Love Heals All Wounds. All wounds. Great. So, yeah, it's. Uh, I'm very excited about it. I'm very excited of where I'm moving toward, what I'm moving toward. Um, it's a very exciting new career for me. It is. It's been yeah. so wonderful to have you on the show today, Linda. And I hope our followers will follow you. And let me let let me just mention how they can get your your website. Your current website is www.clearlyrising.com and they can reach you at linda at the, through email at linda at clearlyrising.com if they'd like to have any more conversation or you know talk to you as a coach um, thank you so much for coming and we will also have this contact information in our show notes and i look forward to continuing to hear about your journey and of course to your book <laughs> So this is Mercy Russell with the Remarkable Relationship Show. I've been here with Linda Kent. We've been talking about her spiritual journey and the, her book, which is the beginning of a series, Love Heals All Wounds. Thanks for coming. We'll talk to you next week.